This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings at Ipswich Town Football Club. This is the flagship show and on the week that Emma Hughes returned to the matchday squad, I, Mikey Pendy-Smith, am also out. I'm back in from the cold and alongside me I have two experienced pros. It's the Chambers and Skews of the Blue Monday punditry world. It's Dave Diamond and the Renegade Statman. How are you, gents? Yeah, good, Mikey. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Mikey. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to uh, be Skews I... or Chambers? Oh, you're, you're Chambers, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm not and... going to be Skews. Nah. Uh, yeah. And is Ben Marcus Evans or is he Paul Lambert? He's but, not Paul um... Lambert. It's a bit harsh to call him Marcus Evans. I think yeah, he's Ian probably Mill. Ian Mill. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, which uh, brings us nicely on to this week's news where we'll start. Obviously, we'll get on to the Rotherham game in a little bit. Um, and I suppose there's no other place to start than what we've done in the transfer market. Um, it's been a pretty busy week. Colin Kwana, Simon Dawkins and James Collins all came in uh, to add to Callum Elder and Will Keane. Without going into too much detail on each player, because we'll do that after we review the game. Dave, are you pleased by what we've done this month and how quickly we've brought players in? Yeah, I think so. It needed to be done. It needed to be done quickly. Um on the evidence of yesterday, well, we'll get to we'll get to critique the players. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, um, needed to be done quickly. And yeah, pleased, um, particularly with the lump of a centre half we got in uh, later on in the week. I think that was a definite uh, a definite plus. Yeah, uh, big up for the ginger Pele, um, but the the jury's out on um, Dawkins. Not sure about him at the moment. Do you know what? There was, yeah, yeah, I know. There was people around me saying it, but he didn't get a touch of the ball, did he? Did he? Did he get a touch? Virtually one. Okay, you had a run where he he sort of ran it out into touch, but we, he didn't get a touch. We never had the ball second half. David, I, I, felt, don't I think, felt a bit for him. I don't think he's had the ball for a, for a year bit. now, has he? He hasn't played hasn't played a game for over a year. So no, he, he has. He will. Fair, he has we will get onto that. Do you think not? Do you think we'll get onto it? Do you think not? It was sort of smacked the desperation. Yes, he'd been training, and I think he'd lined up. 
what he thought he'd lined up Pilkington, hadn't he? And then obviously Pilkington went to went elsewhere, um, which you can understand where his family live. And um, yeah, maybe we we sort of yeah, it was a bit of a, a panic wide a wide panic. But yeah, I think it was a bit harsh to criticise him on fifteen minutes yesterday. No, I wasn't criticising him. I was just saying that I, he he was the the wild card. Um, I'm not okay. The, yeah, the yeah, jury yeah. the jury's out. Didn't say no, he had absolutely. a bad game. Yeah, okay. but he didn't have a great game. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, stat. I've got a Twitter question for you straight away. Jack Barron wants to know your thoughts on Alan Judge, who apparently we're signing. <clears throat> Would be the most exciting signing for me in the in the trans. Well, I, I don't know. Ginger Pele. He just he just nudge over the the Ginger Pele, um, and in the in the top signing, I think I think he'd be great. And I think you know if we can give him a, a two year contract or something, you know, forget about where we're going to be next season and just you know get him on on board on the team. And I'm, yeah, that would be a I quality think he's out of signing. He's out of contract at the end of the season, isn't he, with Brentford? So, yeah, but I, yeah, you'd, you'd I don't like want any see. sort of six-month contract or anything, Dave. I'd like to see him, you know, sort of nailed down a couple of years and, you know, we can see where the future's going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how long has he been back? I mean, not long, has he? Yeah, he he's out virtually two years. He was out two whole years, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. That uh, was nasty. Um, but I think I think he got back sort of October time. I don't think he was back for the start of this season either. So I think he was back, back October time. He was, was he? Okay, he's broken through, I think. I know he's broken through, but he's not. I don't think he's whether he's been. I don't think he's been a regular. Ben will probably Ben will probably know because he's seen him three or four times. So I'm sure he hasn't been a regular. But um, yeah, be a great sign experience, and I was was a very very good player. Obviously, you'd think he's lost a bit, but um, you, I would I would hope that he would be. Sorry, Dave. I would hope that he'd be as good as our last midfielder we signed from Brentford. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd hope. Hopefully, you'd have the edge on him. I'd, I'd hope. I'd hope he would. I'd hope he would. But yeah. Uh, oh, he's still bench. Yeah, so we meant. <laughs> yeah, we meant. We meant Diagaraga. We didn't mean um, Doogie at all. <laughs> I think at, at this Diagaraga stage, Diagaraga I must point out that, that Ben is listening in on us. Um, <laughs> Chippy's he's trying to chip information in. on Alan Judge, and then he just he couldn't let that one go. But I think Ben's about to disappear. Um, we'll move on to that bloody time. <laughs> we'll move on from that one and we'll move on to Tuesday where another very good midfielder Matt Holland became the latest legend to have lunch with Paul Lambert at the training ground and obviously there's that fantastic picture of him in his old Copa Mundi owls and jeans on the side of the pitch which is obviously a, I think it's a smart move to hear what he has to say and let him know that his opinion matters and it's good to have him around but arguably, the biggest piece of news this week was announced on Thursday as we found out that Ian Milne is to step down as managing director at the end of this month. Dave, can you explain to us what this means and also give your thoughts on his reign? Yeah, I mean, from what we understand, <clears throat> he was going to go at the end of the season in the summer. Um, so I guess it's a bit, for the time being, a bit of cost cutting, maybe to a degree. Um Leo Neal, I think, has been appointed and has been for some time former academy player, has been appointed sort of like football general manager of football or I don't know, it's football director, but something general manager of football, football operations manager, something like that. Um, so, yeah, um, Milner's gone now. And I think from what we understand, Marcus Evans is going to have a more not day in day, but a day to day hands on approach, whether that's a good thing or not. I'm not really sure, but that's the idea. I think he's not going to be there five days a week, obviously. Um, it was a difficult one. I mean, he took over from Simon Clegg and I think originally he was doing a joint 
there was a joint position with Jonathan Simmons, the financial, who I think was the financial director. Um, Jonathan Simmons and the club had a part in the ways 2015, 16, something like that. So to be fair to um, to, to Ian, Ian Milne, he's been, you know, he's had that role on his own. And also to be fair to him, and I know Stat would, we've seen it, you know, he would always put himself, put himself out up there um, as the Marcus Evans face until the interview, you know, um, back in April, whenever it was. So he did always put himself out there. I think, um, and he, I think he'd admit himself, he was a, not a football man. Um, so it was always going to be a difficult role for him. But um, yeah, wait and see. But then, then you read on that apparently um, you'd think, okay, Marcus Evans is going to take a more hands-on approach. You've got Leo Neal with, uh, you know, on the football side of it. But now reading between the lines, apparently he said, you know, he's considering appointing a new MD further down the line. So I don't think that's a post that's going to sort of disappear. Um, yeah. That, um, that brings me nicely on to a Twitter, another Twitter question for Stat. Uh, Peter Cox wants to know, do you think with Evans talking about a more involved role, do you think he needs an advisor with football knowledge? And if so, who? Well, there's always been talk that he's he's had his advisors and there's rumours that Charlie it could be Wood. Harry, Harry, Charlie Woods. Yeah, there's okay. rumours about other people in the in the game, Harry Redknapp and stuff. Um, so if they are his advisors, um, he needs to get some some different ones. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. I don't, whenever I whenever he was at Ipswich, I mean, I don't see him sitting in the box, but pals of mine who sat around there used to say Charlie Woods was always with him with him in the box when he when he was at Ipswich. I think Charlie Woods has moved. I'm sure he's moved on now, hasn't he? I think he's, um, whether he's even still in the game, I'm not sure, but he's certainly moved on. Uh, he so, played yeah. a lot of golf at Woodbridge, Dave, yes. I believe. Very um, much so. Very, very good golfer. And he yeah. didn't like Roy Keane. He didn't rate Jay Tab as a footballer. That's that's all I've heard. Uh, who, Charlie, Charlie Woods? Woods. Yeah. Because um, Jay Tab, probably why? Because Jay Tab was a very good golfer. Perhaps he beat yeah. him. That's how, we, <laughs> that's how that also i think that roy Keane actually beat him with a golf club as well so that's... <laughs> that was craig bellamy was it no. yeah <laughs> okay uh, stat would you th- would you say it's fair to say that under marcus evans ipswich have been on a downward curve yes totally speaking of curve oh ah. nicely done oh hang on <laughs> you can still get tickets for the blue monday live show which takes place on Saturday, the 16th of February at the Curve Bar in Ipswich. <laughs> this will be going ahead regardless of whether we're playing Stoke earlier that day. <laughs> Details are on the pinned tweet on the Blue Monday Twitter account and tickets are just £8. And I've got a further plug here. This Friday, the ITFC Southwest will be holding an evening with Ipswich oh, legend Russell Osman at Hort's Bar. I think it's called Horts on Broad Street in Bristol. It's just £10 a ticket and all of the proceeds are going towards the fund for the Kevin Beatty statue. So if you're lucky enough to live down in the southwest, make sure you get along. Osman is a legend of Ipswich and also pretty outspoken. So it's bound to be a fantastic evening. So the plugs are out of the way. Let's move on to the game. And it was Ipswich Town against Rotherham. And Dave, I think you were at the, the away game, weren't you? No, stat was. I was, Stat. yeah. Sorry, that was. I was there, yeah. Um, took my my son for his his first away game of the season, um, and I think he realised what you know a long drive it was back from Rotherham after the the ninetieth minute winner. Um, in fact, today when I was out and about, as you do, and you have these little thoughts in your mind, I was thinking, imagine if we'd imagine if we'd have just drawn that game. They lose two points, we gain a point. Suddenly, our seven is down to what four? I mean, well, 
I mean, someone said said to me the other day, you know, how the season is it's very close and sort of knife edge because conceivably we couldn't probably should have beaten Blackburn first game of the season. I know we got a late equaliser, but you were at Rotherham and I remember listening to it on Radio Suffolk. We absolutely battered them first half, didn't we? I say battered and we, you know, dominated, dominate, maybe usually didn't create much. I think we missed one or two decent chances, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, those those go in, you get a win second game of the season. You sort of, the whole thing, I don't know we're much further 27 games in there, but the whole dynamic changes a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that first, it was the first time I'd seen a Paul Hurst team, and I thought I was really excited at that point. Yeah. You know, it was disappointing to, to concede a late goal, but I thought, you know, you, you, you could see how he was going to try and evolve the team. Um, yeah. Obviously, it didn't work, but yeah, I, I was hopeful. And I still, um, I still think a lot of that, and the very next game in the midweek, obviously, was that Exeter game, and I think a lot of that comes, a lot of this with Hurst certainly comes off the back of that Rotherham result, and then that poor performance at Exeter, you know. And then, and then his subsequent um, post-match interview where he basically yeah, slayed all of the players. And, <laughs> Absolutely buried yeah, it, didn't he? Yeah. Incidentally, uh, the flagship show after that game was the last time us three were together. Was that right? Oh, wow. Wow. That's a stat I like. So we're, every Rotherham game. Yeah. Every <laughs> and uh, the goal scorer that day was... Oh, of course. Your namesake, wasn't yeah. it? My namesake, yeah. So let's move on Number to this one. Obviously, yeah. We started the day in 24th place. Rotherham started in 21st. Lambert's new signings all made the squad and the starting lineup was Dean Gherkin in goal. A back four of Pennington moving to right back. We had Collins and Chambers in the middle with Elder at left back. And then it was Charlebrun and Skews sitting in front with Sears and Kwana in the wide roles with Keane in behind Lancaster. Um, what did you make of that lineup? Yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a surprise to me that he threw everyone, every all the new signings out, other than obviously Dawkins, who will come to, but threw them all in, to be fair. Um, I mean, I had sort of, I had, from where I was, I had a great vantage point. I thought I had sort of Kwana playing further up, perhaps, than, than Keane, with Keane sort of playing in a slightly withdrawn role. But, um, yeah, and, and you know what? Didn't really create much first part of the game, but it looked okay, I thought. Didn't you, Stat? Yeah, I thought so. I think that the the, the key thing about the, the squad, the team when he announced it, was who was going to be playing at right back with James James Collins coming in. You know, Pennington went there. Um, yeah, I mean, what's something else I'd say, obviously a big show of faith there in Gherkin, who was obviously out for the cup game, all right, albeit with a slight injury. Uh, Bart played, and he certainly wasn't at fault for the goal, was he? Played sort of seemingly quite well, but... Gergen straight back in yesterday was an interesting point. He is the number one keeper now. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Not, is, still not he, convinced. No, me neither. I was thinking maybe Bart did enough at Accrington and hopefully in training to get his get his place like back. But it's his kicking. I mean, I, I think as a goalkeeper, he's okay, but his kicking is woeful. It is. Woeful. Yeah, and we're relying pretty heavily on that at the moment playing up from the back aren't we well this is why when you said about Kwana playing wide I mean that would have made to me as they were sort of crying out for that yesterday because his kicking wasn't great particularly second half when Kwana was on that you know move Kwana out there where he's launching all the kicks over to the what right hand side when he wasn't shanking them out <laughs> when he started all the and you think yeah. well you know surely if Kwana pulls out then we've got much more advantage there but oh, I don't know yeah he just doesn't kick well but if uh Harry from Bath is correct on this and he usually is Kwana doesn't win headers and that's why he plays out wide quite often apparently he okay. does he has a bit of a 
yeah he, he sort of punches ducks in well, he punch his height yeah okay, he becomes yeah. shorter when when <laughs> he goes up for a header <laughs> okay yeah yeah well that's a shame well yeah that's a shame and i think i think you, you know you look at that and you think how much really influenced john john walter fit john walter's could have had on the team oh sure definitely, definitely. but there you go we'll never know but Kwana did have a, a bit of an early impact. He sort of forced the Rotherham keeper into a nervy moment, as it would be described. He sort of charged him down, Shefki Kuchi style. Then Luke Chambers ended up in the Sir Ralph Ramsey stand. Jesus. What happened I there? Thought, I, thought, I said to my boy, he didn't get up for like a few seconds. He disappeared. I said, he's broken his neck. I mean, that looked horrendous. You must have had a pretty decent view of that stat. It yeah, well, uh, terrific. I think he was being chased by you, Mikey, as the ball was just sort of run, you know, oh, being Mikey run off the, oh, yeah. off the pitch. And um, I don't know if there was a little bit of a nudge. I don't think there was anything malicious I mean, in it. Um, and he geez. went to, you know, like you have the little red gates that we used to use and we used to spill out and celebrate on the pitch and stuff like that. Well, he basically hit that and then went, flew right over the the um, the bar. And, was quite, uh, all, all I could see was his feet going over from where yeah. I was. I mean, it looked horrendous. Came up holding his wrist and had, you know, obviously had a bit of treatment throughout the game with that. So I don't know, I don't know if they've announced anything about what happened with his wrist. Heard Apparently, yeah, yeah. He broke, broke his it. wrist, yeah. Wow. Apparently. Or whether he broke your bones or whatever, because wrist is, that's, that's what I read. But he oh. soldiered on. And yeah. in, the, in the 31st minute, Ipswich Town took the lead. Dave, can you talk us through it? I can, yeah. I'd like to say I had a little bit of influence um, over this goal. We'll get, we'll get to it. Um, we'll get to it, guys, in a minute. But um, I don't know the preamble to it. But Keen Will, Will, as he's known to me, he likes to be called William, but uh, everyone else calls him Will. Um, he um, picks a ball up in the sort of centre of the um, central position, centre of the Rotherham half. And absolutely, what I like about this, and someone made a what's that? It might have been you, might or, or Joe or someone. Absolutely ping the ball out to Sears. Great ball, clip the ball right to Sears, and. I don't know about you. I thought Sears was poor yesterday, but this was the best thing he did all day. Chested it down. I think he squared up, brought it inside off the sort of left. He was really wide on the touchline, brought it inside off the left, um, squared up the fullback, Viner, I think. Um, really drove for the byline, a really good, powerful cross, left foot, drove it across. And initially, I say it was a bad touch, but the ball was pinged so hard across. It's probably decent that Keane got something on it anyway. Went towards goal. And I think it was Raggett near the line, sort of got a little bit, on it and it went straight back to to Keane and yeah great for well, six yards you wouldn't expect him to miss but as he fell sort of hooked the hooked the volley and powerfully in the corner yeah but you might have wanted to ask him what what did he have for breakfast this morning do you know what do you know what he did not have the full English we'll, we'll get to this in a minute I bumped into him at breakfast Saturday morning as you know as you do and um having breakfast with her missus and I said that's an Ipswich player she said what what him he, he said and she did say she said he looks a bit like Ben <laughs> He looks nothing like a footballer. So I Dave. said, I think, he, I think he probably is. Were, so, were uh, you in, Dave, were you in Jack's Calf when you had breakfast? Uh, do you know yeah, what? No, I was, I'll tell you where I was. It? I was in Milsom's Kesgrave. Oh. Milsom's Kesgrave. The boy, my uh, story, uh, lads bought some vouchers there for Crimbo. And they do a really good January offer. So you can stay there for a night in January and have like free dinner and breakfast. Brilliant, brilliant offer. So we stayed over. I took advantage of it. Stayed Friday night. And then um, had my encounter with, uh, with Will Keane. I've got to say in Will's defence, I think it was purely fruit fruit yoghurt and yeah, and that really. Disappointingly, no full English. Disappointingly. Having said that, I saw a picture, someone posted on WhatsApp, I think it was Joe, who had a full English, I think, somewhere in Tesco's the day before. And I've got to say, my full English looked nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that looked I... huge. But yeah, he... Um, 
so no, Adam's a really nice guy. And what he did say, I said, how's it going? He said, yeah, train really well. Um, you know, yeah, you know, obviously traveled up and met the guys last week. That was the Accrington game bit before. Really trained well. But what he did say is, I said, what about Danny Collins? Um, James Collins. And he said, uh, mate, in training yesterday, you see his influence straight away. And he said he looked like a beast. And so be it. You know, I think he had that nailed on. And nice that was guy. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. And that was it. Good to hear the chance of Kino bringing oh, round Portman back, Road again. Yeah. A tear around my eye. I've been, I've been, you know, I've many been a night I've cried myself to sleep thinking that that wouldn't come back. So yeah, I, I <laughs> shouted that out. Uh, yeah, it's good, good to hear. So well done, you know, Roy on his his day. Will William Will on his debut. And I thought, so. I thought right, we'll perhaps get to it afterwards. But I thought right through the game, he was pretty neat and tidy, wasn't he? Yeah, he I thought he right. played well. Thought yeah. he played very well. Yeah. yeah. Can we just... you've, already, you've already mentioned that Sears didn't have the best of games, but he oh. did almost score with a clever flick from a set piece just before half time. Yeah, he just sort of hooked it over, sort of reacted to it. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he did have quite. Yeah, I'd say half chance, wouldn't you? Yeah, half chance. And I think, yeah. Dave, when you said that Freddie Sears didn't have a good game, I thought you meant to say Freddie Sears hasn't had a good month so far. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> if I, actually, yeah, of course. I've, yeah, okay. Yeah, good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah, and then, last week. Yeah. <laughs> he's regressed a bit from his December form, hasn't he? He has. he has. Yeah, he was red hot in December, though, wasn't yeah, he? he? Was. he... Late November. Yeah, kind December. of assist in this game. Yeah, you think that... I heard that he signed up for dry January, but it wasn't about drinking. It was about not scoring goals, I think. So he's <laughs> doing well. He's got to go through the whole month. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, I'm sure. He'll, I'm sure he'll come good again. I'm, I'm sure, sure he will. Yeah. He's done that as a New Year's resolution in the past, hasn't he? He's... <laughs> What, not to score? Yeah. <laughs> what, carried it on to Easter? Yeah. And beyond? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> then right. on, sorry, Mrs. Staff, she was watching this, would say, oh, poor old Freddie, leave him alone. And, you know, he's he does work he does work incredibly hard, but I think it's been fair to say, you know, the last couple of games, he hasn't really performed that well in front of goal. No, and he, and, no, he hasn't. I don't mean, he, he didn't really have any, other than that one, he didn't really have many chances yesterday. But, yeah, not his, not his finest game yesterday. No. But still, as you say, backtracking and still getting in challenges and stuff so yeah Lambert would have loved you know any manager would love that and and up against that you could say at least he is getting the chances now because he could go games and games without getting near the six yard box couldn't he barren um, barren yeah. wasn't it yeah when yeah. you say games and games do you mean 46 or <laughs> <laughs> leave leave poor Freddie alone yeah exactly that's what I'm hearing is. yeah so on the stroke of half time though our good work was almost undone. I think Charlaber messed up and Taylor fired over from close range. Oh yeah, good chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we would all been disappointed if we'd have gone in at half time at, at one I one. We, I think. I thought we were okay first half. I really did. Yeah, we, I don't think it was quite <clears throat> um, Millwall. We played really well first half. No. Like Millwall terrible, but yeah, we 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 did okay. And I thought the new players sort of all blended in pretty well. When you thought, okay, one nil, let's. Let's take this. Let's take this forward. I, I kind of want to go go back. Obviously, we kind of skimmed over James Collins, but I think you know his first half performance. That the one thing that he did for me was kind of settle me down when I'm watching the watching the team play and think actually if the he, ball comes to the back, he was just so comfortable, relaxed the on the ball. Half. Yeah, um, yeah. He's kind of like that guy when you were about twenty and you used to play five side football or whatever, Dave, and he'd be about fifty and you'd always like give him the ball because he just yeah. was just so relaxed yeah. and um No, he absolutely excellent. strolled through and you could see, yeah. you know, you could see his pedigree really, certainly first half, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the yeah. number the number one thing with Collins coming in is his experience and his aerial prowess, which obviously we've we've been short of all season. But I think so. He and, is, and really been... he has played in the Premier League for a long time, and oh, you don't yeah. play at that level anymore without being able to play out with your feet. So and and right from the get go, he's very talkative. You know, I know Chambers is, but you see, he was taking some of that responsibility as well. Yeah. Okay, but then the second half started and, well, Ipswich didn't, oh. to put it politely. Rotherham had a couple of long shots that Gherkin pushed oh. away properly. He didn't push them back in yeah. to danger. They were routine saves, weren't they? But they're ones that we've seen him and Bart get yeah. wrong um, in the past. And Michael Smith had a really good chance where he headed over. Um, yes, that was a hell of a chance. Yeah. It was... Um... The second half was just odd. It was just, and well, we do, you know, where I sit, I can't even recall us having the ball in in the in the attacking final third. Basically, I really can't. Um, I'm sure we didn't have any corners. Someone might correct me. I'm sure we didn't get any near getting, having a corner second half. It was a strange, strange second half because they had a, they seemingly had a lot of the ball, but we're just pumping the ball in like straight balls and diagonal balls. I never once, which I suppose hopefully is a testament to to um, Elder and and Pennington they never quite once got round the back did they and you think they'd suss that because every time they pump the ball in and I think the problem was yesterday either Collins or Chambers or Pennington was winning mostly Collins was winning the balls but we just weren't picking up the second ball every second ball that was headed out they were picking up it was it was a weird second half I mean we were hanging on I, I think that without Collins yesterday and you know because he did have an influence and he did I don't yeah. said last night in the quest show he made 19 interceptions or whatever I think we might have lost that game yesterday yeah totally agree I think oh, it was kind of back to the some of the performances under Mick McCarthy where you know it was like sap. back to the wall I mean apart from the fact that the fans were, were on side yesterday you know that we oh, were we were we were struggling you know corners it frustrated me because I think you know we basically had all 11 men in the box and stuff like that yeah um Rotherham, well, our, our cause wasn't helped by the by the ref. You know, I, I say it every week, and he, he wasn't as bad as the ref a couple of weeks ago. No. But he was, he gave them some very soffy free kicks and Soft. stuff. They they pinged a few of those in, like you say, one of them he he, he had a, a near post header that, that just went true. wide. Um, but it was it was just like the Alamo. I, I felt at times. <laughs> the, you know, the thing what disappointed me more than anything else, as you, as you, as you know, Dave and, and Mikey, I sit in the Sir Alf Ramsey stand, so game kicks off, and I'm like, oh kicking off the other way so Ooh, that's a, a little note to make yeah second half here we go you know we're gonna see yeah. some onslaught and then i'm thinking it's down the other end again so I, I couldn't see at one point the ball was pinging around i have no idea what was going on just praying um that it would bounce bounce out and i mean um, it was a sort it was a sort of game although they were pumping balls in the box with the with collins there and stuff you you half thought i just yeah I don't think they are going to score. Ironically, it was like a slight, I think I saw the highlights, it was like a slice Collins clearance that nearly went in. I think it deflected off Girk and that's when it was pinging around in the, pinging around in the box. Yeah. But really odd second half. Odd. Do you think it was Chambers' choice to shoot towards the Sir Bobby Robson stand first? Do you think it's something we might see be seeing more of? Because I've never liked it in the past, but notice who having the Sir Bobby Robson stand behind the defence maybe gave them a little bit of extra encouragement towards the end. Maybe. I didn't see who won who won the toss. No, but, um, you know, mate, it's very rare that we, that we kick off um, facing the Sir Bobby Robson stand. And um, come on, stat, I, you must have this stat. I think that that we. It's not the first time we did it this this season. I've I've got it. I'm not going to pull it out, out, out of the top of my head now. But yeah, I'd. 
Well, let's just wait until we play Sheffield Wednesday and see you'd which think, way we kick you'd, off. Do you know what? You'd think that if if if, but would they even would would it get into this detail? If the opposing captain wins the toss, you think right, we're gonna throw them off kilter here. We're gonna switch, you know, because Ipswich yeah. always warming up. We're gonna switch around, you know. Yeah. Would, would they have that? Maybe well, if there was a spy. And against that, they would possibly want to go towards their away fans yeah, in the exactly. second half as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Nor- it's, it's, it Norwich can't do that because. The away fans are next to their more rowdy, yeah, rowdy yeah. fans, and I've noticed that we tend, we seem to. It's maybe because it's a midday kickoff and the sun plays more of a more of a part, but we always seem to switch and go towards the the Barclay end or whatever it's called in the first half, and then yeah, go the other way. Good, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, no, it was it was very disappointing second half yesterday after so yeah hope first half and only you look we got three points that's all that mattered really yesterday how we did it um but yeah thoroughly on the basis of the second half you've got to say thoroughly unconvincing i think you've got to say but yeah i, I, I get all that dave i mean the, the first half was you know it was, it was chalk and cheese but for me that what the second half showed was just that the defense you know i know we're talking about rotherham so let, let's not get carried away with their away record and stuff but there were players that and i think Stephen skeet mentioned it on twitter that, you know there were players collins just come in you know ncl has been out of it for a while he came back on hmm. um, he came on as a sub and these players were you know throwing themselves on the line to keep it clean oh, no, and it was Fantastic Tell I thought did well yesterday, and I'm I don't I'm not still not convinced he's a he's a he's a right back. But I thought Pennington at the back posted really well yesterday. Several occasions, there's several occasions this season where we know Spencer's Spencer's been caught out of the ball watching, or you know there's been penalties given and one thing and another. I thought yesterday he defended certainly the back post really well, really he's, well all game. He's turning in more and more each game into David Linnigan, I think. Do you think so, Linnigan? Yeah, you think so? I thought I thought he played really well yesterday. Penning. No, I did. I don't. He's, he's, I don't see him as a ball playing right back, though. Do you? You know, if that's what, but if that's, you know, do we want that? I don't know. But yeah, he was um, certainly he was solid yesterday. Very but solid at the back post. I, I don't want to make him a scapegoat, and I, I know that a lot of people already have this season. But Jordan Spence isn't really one thing or the other as a right back. So we may as well have a a right back who can defend the back post. That's a good point. And he's also yeah, good think, on the ball. I think it's a good point. I, and Spencer, to me, always looks quite comfortable on the ball, though. You, you think, and then he'll so silly mistake here and there, and you think, oh, okay. But, um, no, I thought I thought Pennington, um, I thought Pennington did well. How do you think, what about the left-back stat? What do you think of him yesterday? Yeah, I, I like him. Got forward. He's, you know, he's, he he was strong, and I think you know. But if you look at the the back four of you know Pennington on loan, you know Collins on a short term deal, and an elder on loan. He, when I saw the team, even though I was quite excited by like what I thought the possible attacking uh, aspect of the the team, I was a little bit worried because I thought, well, three quarters of them, you know, just kind of only been here a little while. Changes. Yeah. Um. And no, I, I thought I thought he did well. I think. Um, I think you know Jonas is clearly going to go. Um, he sees him ahead of Kenlock. You know, going back to Pennington, I don't think any supporters would argue that uh, Pennington is is a better player than than Spence in the team. So we'd rather have we'd rather have Pennington in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Dave, yeah. what I, do I agree. you I make think... of? Sorry, go on, go on, Mike. Sorry, I, I was just as you asked Stat what he made of Callum Elder, and we've already spoken about James Collins. I was going to ask you about the other two, Colin Kwana and Will Keane. Yeah, Colin Kwana, um, he was all right. Um, I think it looked a bit rusty, Stat. Do you agree with that? It looked a bit rusty at times. I think his touch was particularly brilliant, but he does bring a bit, 
yeah, whether he punches his height in the air, but he does bring a bit more physical presence. He is six foot three. He's big. Um, and Keane, my breakfast buddy, just um, he's just neat and tidy. He looks a good footballer, doesn't he, Stat? And I liked him playing in that um, bit like, a, uh, like Andy Carroll lookalike, isn't he? But I liked him playing in that withdrawn role. You know, he, he landed on the ball quite well. He's always, you know, you could see he gets his head up, you know, even for the goal, you know, he got his head up, pick, picks his out wide. Yeah, it looks a good player. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think it'll be a good addition. He was, I mean, he was a promising youngster when he was at, at Manchester United and oh, stuff really? like that. And he, um, he moved for like a million, didn't he? I'm sure yeah. a million and a bit. Yeah, I think. United yeah. fans that I know rated him and they yeah. said that it was injuries that saw yeah. him miss out on an opportunity. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought, I think it'll be a good addition. Yeah, very good. I mean, the key thing is, though, that, um, well, there's two things. I want to mention Trevor Chalaba's second half performance. Oh. I've written down sloppy. That was the nice, nicest thing I could say about him. I mean, I know he, he, he set up a that chance where um, Sears tried to square it in the middle, but I thought he just disappeared. He was anonymous for, for a, a long period of the second half. But the, the other thing is that I think this was the, the first game where it didn't include any of Paul Hurst's permanent signings in the yeah. team, which I think says a lot about those transfer deals. And not in the 18 yeah. either. I think, I think one of the Jackson. Twitter questions touches upon that, actually. Robert. Um, yeah, it was just Justin, I think, who asked, who do you expect to see leave the club this window? Has yesterday made it clear that Lambert doesn't rate Hurst signings, or is it mere coincidence? Will a new team be enough to get us out of this, or are we just dead men walking? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, wow. I, look, if... It, I, I still think it, it's going to take a hell of a lot to get us out of this. And don't be great to get three points yesterday. I mean, if we hadn't got three points yesterday, Rotherham would have been, what, the gap for seven, um, 13 to Rotherham, wouldn't it? We'd, I think, you know, that would have been it pretty much for me. A bit of hope there, but, yeah, don't get carried away on the on the, on the the basis of uh, on the basis of yesterday. And as for oh. players going, well, yeah, I think his odds on, obviously, Knudsen's going to go, isn't he? Whether any of those other players will go or pay fees for, perhaps, Loan? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, know. I'm. I'm looking at the players and just quickly writing their names down. Caden Jackson. Well, he scored a few goals. I'm not convinced that. But he'll again, let him. You know, looking ahead, will he be? He'll be next year. Looking ahead next season, if we're, if we go, he's going to be decent, isn't he? Yeah, Jordan Roberts. <laughs> no. I, I think a few of them no. might go out on loan, but I think Toto Enciala. He's he's probably going to stay as just you know centre half uh, yeah, coverage. Cover, yeah. But what what about one of the keepers? You know, is is now is now the time? You know, if if we got half a million for Bart, which is what, a tenth of what we could have got before, um, w- would we sell him? You know, the talk about he's on what twenty grand a week. I mean, that's it's the thing. He's got to be the highest wage earner now, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, of the permanent, you'd think yeah. of the permanent players. So. Yeah, he's, you know, if someone comes in for him, you think to get him off the, you know, to get him off the bill and get a get a cheaper option in as cover, then you can see it happening, can't you? And he's going to want what's what is Bart thirty two, thirty one two, something yeah, like that. Two, I he's, think yeah, he's going to want to play first team football, isn't he? And he, he you know, he's out out of the picture again. I don't I know. I know he'll, get, he'll get another chance for the seasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he, 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 def- say, he definitely right, will, Mike. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's just hope from our point of view, it's later rather than sooner. It's <laughs> last game when we're when we're safe against Leeds. Throw him in. Weird <laughs> question for you. Um, so you talk about that Leeds game, and I was having a conversation with uh, Illinois Blue on oh, yeah. on Twitter, and just saying, you know, fifth of May two thousand and nineteen, we beat Leeds on the last day of the season, four uh, two. Um, we stay up, and Leeds um, miss out on automatic uh, oh. promotion. And then I got a tweet back saying, 
But what if us beating Leeds means that Norwich gets promoted? Yeah. Would, would we go for that? Oh, hang on. So, so it's a scenario. So we beat Leeds to stay up. Yeah. And by beating Leeds, Norwich go up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was, yeah, we beat Leeds to stay up all all day. You know, Norwich. We don't want to be. We don't want to be two divisions away from Norwich. Do well. You know, no, uh, I'm, I'm, Leeds, I'm no. with you. As much as I, uh, as much as I hate Norwich, I yeah. love it such more. So yeah, yeah. And also yeah. Norwich going back to the Premier League, it gives us a a Premier League team to follow. Exactly. Whoever's playing against <laughs> Norwich each week. Yeah, every other week, Premier League team to follow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, no, we've, that's a, we've, we've gone flying in here with the questions. I did have a nice easy opening question from well i don't know if it's easy but julian hughes asked jules do you have any pre-match superstitions and favorite grub before kickoff and dave we know that you like to stay over at kesgrave hall one milsom's and have i just say one eggs benedict one uh with will Keane before the game so i'm this gonna have to go to you start he had something like that but i'm not sure it's what it was called she had something like that but no only once um i haven't, re- I haven't really good no i haven't really got any pre-match rituals have you stat um, I do like. I'm, I'm a bit funny about what turnstile I go in. If I go, uh, if I go in a turnstile and we won, then I'll go in that turnstile until we lose, and then uh, then I'll pick another one. So yesterday I went in turnstile. <laughs> yeah, I've gone, gone in everyone, even in the wrong stand and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so I like that. Um, my pre-match meal is always. I've picked it up from the uh, 1979 80 ITFC annual, and it's um, Paul Mariner's favourite. Um, poached egg on toast is what i like as a pre-match meal just one uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. what just one meal yeah <laughs> just one poached egg ben yeah. likes to have two eggs on his pizza it's his uh yeah, wrong in it wrong yeah. and okay. berries berries yeah. stat and honey and twigs. I don't know yeah going on there and no telly what's that about yeah he's got no telly in his room and he's on tv all the time that bit i can't i can't we came out you looked at me i looked at you and he said but simultaneously said he's got no telly yeah but i think i think jules i've got to say to you one of my um pre-match routines is always trying to meet up with jules in the fan zone and that never Never actually haven't yeah yeah one day jules one day yeah 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 yeah. i suppose yeah i'm I'm partial to a yeah sausage sarni now and again but yeah did i that yes no didn't have that yesterday because i had a full breakfast obviously yeah had no lunch (laughs) at all (laughs) i used to have uh after football on a saturday morning i'd always have cheese on toast with beans on top staple Um, lovely that was my favorite pre-match meal and when i was really young i used to eat at littlewoods before the game oh um when I used to play, I used to have. Um, what I used to, I used to have? I used to have, yeah, spaghetti, um, Heinz spaghetti in a tin on toast. Yeah, when I used when I was when, playing. When I used to play, I used to have a couple of cans of special brew. Yeah, of course. You did. <laughs> Sunday morning, Division Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, on to the next question, Benjamin. Ooh. And I'm sorry if I'm getting this surname wrong. It looks like it could be Airy. I'll go with Benjamin Airy. Stat, what's more imperative for our upcoming games this season? A solid back four or a rejuvenated front three? Well, wow. They, they tend to say that defences win championships um, and we're not going to win the championship. Um, so, yeah, the only way that you're going to win a match is to, to outscore the opposition. I think, you know, Paul Lambert's actually tried to do do both things. And I think James Collins is a is a great sign. And so, yeah, let, let's get our forwards... Um, clicking and, and, and scoring a few goals and I think um, Dave's mate Will could be could be the man could be attack is the best form of defence that yeah would you would you fancy him going further up front 
more forward than he played on Saturday. I thought he played well in that position Saturday, yeah. you know. But I think he could probably play further forward. But I, I, yeah. I really liked him in that position Saturday. I thought it was good. And well, I pray to overlook this a bit. Certainly first half, Skews made a difference being back in the side, didn't he? Don't you think? First half. Yeah, we, we missed a couple. We, we missed somebody who could put a couple of shots wayward and stuff like that. So he. he but no, I, I think. He, I mean, second half the midfield. The second half the midfield was just non-existent because he just didn't have the ball because the ball was just yeah. pumped in and out and over them and pumped back in again. Just. Oh, it's, it's, yes. You know, we always say this and it's easy kind of to, to pick on skews because, you know, he's played well over 200 matches and, you know, scored what, two two goals. But I think, you know, it, it was good to have him back in the team on on, on Saturday. Him. And um, yeah. he, he, bring, he brings that experience and that's what we need. You know, we do need a bit more experience when you're you're in the trenches. And you I did. think um, what, what was skews last game before the injury? Ooh, oh. Forrest or was it earlier than that even? So Forrest was first week of December, was it? Yeah. Then or before? Uh, Mike, you don't ever put us on the spot like this. Who did we play is before Forrest? Is, it, is this part of two little ducks? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> West Brough, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've got an easy question now. I don't think he played much in December at all, did he? Lord Diamond, Luke Moles would like to know: Will we ever concede a goal again? Now we have James Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we've got Blackburn away. Yes, sadly, yeah. <laughs> I, think we, I think we will. I think we will. But don't underestimate his uh, his influence that he had yesterday. But yeah, um, it's, I, I it's, think it's, you know he's a he's a great sign, and he is going to have a hell of an influence on the defence. But I mean, it all stands. But you know, his injury. Look, he's thirty five. And even at the end yesterday, he went down all right, probably with the exhaustion and relief more than anything. But you've, someone like James Collins, Christ, get up, for God's sake. Do you know what I mean? He's going he's gonna to be so important to us over the next few games, few months. I saw I saw a great tweet that somebody did yesterday, which was the ITFC honours list. And it had 1962 Division One champions, 1978 FA Cup winners, 1981 UEFA Cup winners, 2019 James Collins. I thought that was fantastic. So I think that that says a, a, a great a great deal. But oh, I've, mate, I've got, we are in need of a cult hero, I think. Oh mate, I've got a couple of West Ham fans who were absolutely distraught that they let him go at the end of last season. Uh, distraught. They said, you know, even just you know, just for him to just still be at the club and have the influence, you know, they absolutely couldn't believe it. But again, a, a wage bill, I suppose, you know. But you know, with us signing the the, the ginger the ginger Pele, are we the first team to have a, a two Pele's play for us? Obviously, Alan Brazil as well, and Brazil. Yeah, I guess we might be. It was uh, was Parler was the Romford Pele, wasn't he? Yeah, there was who a do you Pelé think would win it for Southampton as well? He was. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah, do you think would win in a race, Dave? Uh, um, Pele, Pele, Alan Brazil, Pele, or the Ginger Pele? In a race, oh, Brazil was. Quite yeah, now. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before Brazil was quite quick, wasn't he? Back he in was. It was yeah. really quick. Deceptively yeah, quick, now. even He's though with that sort of big sort of Mikey Smith sort of hair that he had as well. He had massive hair, didn't he? He did. Massive hair. Yeah, player. Stat, I've got a question for you from Nick Jackson. He hasn't actually addressed it to you, but I'm addressing it to you. Okay. He says, and it's almost like you've written it, is it just me or is Lambert slightly on edge? One minute he's saying it's ridiculous the state of the, the state that the club is in. Next minute, he's sick and tired of outsider criticism of Marcus Evans. Yeah, I mean, I, I picked up on that earlier in the week when, you know, I think after the Accrington game, he said, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that have happened in this club over the last few years that shouldn't, and this, you know, this great club or whatever, you know, shouldn't be in this position. And I think most people kind of took that as a as a an aim towards the, the owner. 
Um, and then I think it was his Thursday press conference or Friday when he said, um, you know, I'm getting sick, sick and tired of people moaning about um, Marcus Evans. So at least I know that Paul Lambert follows me on Twitter, which is good. Um, I think what I would say is he's a really experienced manager um, and, you know, we're not always going to like everything that he says. And you could say that about about, you know, when Mick McCarthy was here. Um, so we should, we should listen to, we should listen to Paul Lambert. Um, but I think, you know, one of the key things, and I want to pick up on it is a point you made earlier about, you know, the fact that he's been invited some of the legends back and he, he had Matt Holland back there. And one of the things that he is doing is, is, is trying to, it, it might be a bit over the top, but, you know, rebuild the community, you know, around Ipswich. And I think, you know, he, he needs to be applauded for that. So I'm, I'm still waiting for, um, for Mr. Lambert to give me a, an invite up because they all go up for dinner. So it must be really nice. And I don't know about you, but when I saw Matt Holland in his in, in his boots, I thought I'd have him in the in midfield now, definitely. Oh, wouldn't you, Joe? And he looks like yeah. he's still playing. Nothing on him. I thought he's still he's playing weight, probably. Yeah. Just on the subject of managers, um, 50 years to the day since Sir Bobby um, was appointed. Unbelievable. 50 yeah. years. Can yeah. you can you remember, Dave? I don't know how old you were, about 29? Oh, no, I was... sit, no, I can't. I can't. But... Um, on the games we're planning to, on that note, we're planning to do, spoiler alert, we are planning to do a this week in ITFC history and Stat sent me over the games this week. We're doing like a 70s sort of feature and I've got to say one of the games was January 1970 and it's my very, very first game I attended. So uh, I'm going to do a little bit on that, hopefully. Does it involve Can't wait. milk crates and It does. There's certainly milk sweets. crates involved, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. What did Portland Road look like in black and white? Um, so 1970 so it was hang on 1969-70-77 it was two seasons before they redeveloped the um, what is now the Cobbold the Cobbold stand yeah so um, yeah very different actually what what was it called back then was it just the East Stand yeah I think it was the East Stand and it used to be uh, it was a bit cool they used to call it the Chicken Run I think they used to call it and when they built the new stand that that old stand was um, transported up to Foxhall and then it blew away and the hurricane in 1987 that literally i think just blew away so yeah it looked very very different yeah dave when you say it, it blew away did they actually like find it or anything or i assume it was there the evening before and then gone yeah i'm, I'm sure same, yeah. same, they same found places the, the roof Brian's tea towels yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay uh question for you dave from dommy boy 79 He's asked, what do you think our best 11 is? I'm not going to get you to answer that because that's a difficult one. Yeah, yeah. But he said, uh, yesterday, we seemed a little lacking in midfield creativity. I think Hughes would solve this, but how would you fit him in? That's that's what he said. I agree. I mean, a, a fit Hughes, you've got to fit him in the side somehow because not only for his presence in midfield, but there's, okay, let's go. I think how many he scored? Three, but he's a goal threat as well, isn't he? We know that. Yeah. Um, so you'd fit in. Um, just and quickly, he's physical think, as well. He wins but, wins a lot of headers. I know he's, he's big. He's, you know, yeah. yeah, and I'd have, um, and I think we'd all agree I'd have Barton for Barton for Gherkin. But yeah, you know, other than that, yesterday, I mean, you know, you talk about the young players downs. You know, again, what was significant yesterday with perhaps one or two whispers has come out of the club in the last week. Dazelle wasn't on the bench. Mm, yeah. um, five million to Bournemouth. At, sorry, five million to Bournemouth or something. I heard. I heard four and a half five to Bournemouth. Mm. Uh, Funny yeah. you should say that because Harvey Davies has asked, given the strength in depth we now have in midfield, which, that sounds strange. 
<laughs> following the return of Skews and Hughes, do you think it's a sensible move to loan out Dazelle until the end of the season? Clearly a massive part of our future, but needs to be playing games after such a long layoff. But yeah, I, I agree. That'll be interesting be... to see how that develops over the next couple of weeks. I don't know. We'll see. But you'd think, you know, the, 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 where the club is now, if someone did come in with, with a bit of that size, I think we'd be severely tested to turn that down, don't you? I think the, the the best thing we can hope for is for him to go out on loan to a to a team. I, th- I think he'll probably be sold. Just a little point about Flynn Downs. I was not overly impressed when he came on in the second half. I know it was the, the kind of game that we were playing, but again, like you said, Dave, part of that anonymous midfield in the second half. Yeah, he's, he's just been a bit inconsistent. That first half where we're very good. I thought was it was it? No, I got this right against Millwall. He was outstanding and really good. And yeah. I think he's I think his levels generally certainly in the early games under Lambert. He picked him every game. And I think his level was pretty good. And I think Lambert clearly rates him. And I rate him as a yeah, as a really good young player there. But yeah, he, he struggled a bit. But stat um, the, mid, the midfield just didn't see the ball in the second half. It was a weird game. Yeah. Weird but one game. thing one thing we've got to mention though is that is the crowd fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. What I, 20,000, wasn't it? Nearly 20,893 20, yeah. or something, if we're going to be a pedant, something like that. 800, that's decent turnout. 800 from Rotherham, for Christ's yeah. sake. It's a decent decent turnout. The thing um, that I like... Fortuna was, fans made a difference, didn't they? Oh, they're, they're great. Brilliant. I'm not quite sure why we are. There, there's some link between how they played and what the size of their team in the 80s and ours, and they've kind yeah, of they, fallen on hard times. They time. sort of picked a team that they thought matched the way they were oh, in see. their golden era. Yeah, um, but they came over and they did initially go and watch other teams as well. I think they went and watched Brentford. Well, on a scouting um, mission <laughs> <laughs> to, to pick a favourite. Yeah, that's a giveaway. A hundred spies. That is a giveaway. What, what's the German for? I have just witnessed. Um, <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna yeah. write that down. I don't know, but the thing. Just going back to the, the crowd. The one thing I liked is when um, you know there was a chant of come on you blues there was some chant that was going and i looked across at, at lambert and he was like you know winding his arms up to people yes. saying come on and it, it was it was great you know built it was a great atmosphere you know i know some people could argue say well we beat rotherham who you know done terribly away all season um you know we had one shot on target the second half we were under the cosh um, you know, say, but the, the crowd fully supported them yeah. you know it was a huge cheer at the right. end and i, I think you know that that for me was different to the the McCarthy era. That you know Lambert definitely has got all of the fans on 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 his side. And I think yeah. I think Blue Action are making a difference as well. Yeah, because what there there's been a few groups try and build the atmosphere again in that corner of the Sir Bobby Robson stand, and it hasn't really quite worked. But this group of lads seem to. Yeah, they make a few new songs, but they also sing a lot of the old ones as well. There was a and bit of Turnstile Blue. Steve Skeet, was, Steve Skeet was selling the new Turnstile Blue, yes, and I got that, and there's, there's two or three pages about it there, and the guys, I can't remember the guys' names that are sort of behind it, but they're saying, you know, they just, you know, they get the they get the singing going, and they won't stop, they, you know, they keep going, even if no one follows them, they still keep it going until people do follow them, so, oh, fair play to it. Really good atmosphere there yesterday. Yeah, really well good. done. Well done. Yeah, brilliant. James Gulk would like to know, is there now renewed optimism within the panel that will stay up. How's the result and signings Sounds like changed? Question time, is. How you believe ultimately the season will end? Well, I'll, I'll, if I take it, certainly yes, the players and Collins and the influence. But based on that second, <laughs> um, yeah, I think don't kid ourselves. We're still in a whole whole world of, 
old trouble, aren't we? And two away games coming up, you know, Blackburn and Villa. That that will be, you know, we we other than winning these home games, we have got to start picking up points and wins away, and that's going to be the acid test, isn't it? Really? Yeah, um, I'm a little bit more optimistic. I still oh. think that we, we're we're going to get relegated. I mean, statistics and you know would would point at the fact that the position that we're in and the points that we're in at this time of the season that teams haven't come out of it, but. Um, you know, the sort of Russell Osman in me kind of wants to say, hang on a minute, lads, we, we can do this. And um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that I don't think if we get relegated, I don't think we'll be, you know, seven, ten points adrift. I think if we get relegated, we'll be it'll be close. I think or, it could come down to that Leeds game. Yeah. Two or three points adrift. And you'll go back and you'll look at the earlier games in the yeah, season yeah. where we've threw points away. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there'll be yeah. tears if it does come down to that Leeds game. Yeah, th- and there oh. will be people who will definitely sit in the because it will be live on Sky. We'll stay up, you know, if if we win, Leeds won't go into the automatic, and the yeah. Sky cameras will be there. And I now know that there'll be like sixteen or seventeen year old boys who are practicing, crying in their room, just hoping at the end that they sit there and just get caught on Sky Sky TV. <laughs> there will be tears. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope you're right, Stack. Because at least you know, if we're still if we're still in with a shout coming down, you know, the season will still be there. I fear that I still fear that we'll be down before then. It's the trouble with you, Dave. You're always negative. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to lift it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Okay, Press ask that. me. Ask me in a couple of weeks. I think it'll be clear after these next two away games. Blimey, it might be clear by the the live show on the 16th of February at the Curve Bar. When is when do we play Norwich, Mikey? Um, before that, the week before, oh, the yeah. Sunday before. Yeah. Okay. Stat Super Franz asked. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Now, this might be a private joke. I want to know the answer to the man bun question from Stat. He'll know what I mean. 
Yeah. Crying laugh emoji times three. So he asked me whether I, I had a man. No, no. He wanted to know whether Will Keane was the first player to, to score for town that, that had a man bun. Okay. Um, was it really a man bun? I don't, I don't feel that I can comment too much on hairstyles that much nowadays. So I'm I wondering whether it was. I saw him up close and it is a man bun. Was it, did you go into his room as well, did. Dave? No, I didn't go in his room. He had in a man bun sitting at breakfast. It was in right. a man bun. So who would have got had... to say he hasn't got the volume that Ben has got. I've got no. to say it's not as voluminous as Ben's, though. No, I it's can't even remember any, one. anybody playing for us with a ponytail. I mean, obviously, you know, Ian Marshall and um, he, I mean, it's good to mention that, um, that he, he, he sort of right wing, right wing views on Twitter this week, which would have been odd. Right. Um, I don't know where that one came from. But yeah, he had a, a mullet. Danny Sonner had sort of like a, a floppy uh, salon mullet. Didn't Alan Lee used to wear like an Alice band? He had an Alice band, yeah. That's not a man band, I know, but no. we're talking about yeah, hair. Yeah, I'd get in there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so, Super Franz. And can we just say Super Franz wrote a fantastic reply to some guys at the Daily Mail, Dave. There was some article about it, which town fans and careful what yeah. you wish for. And um, what Mike I liked Samuel, about it. it. Was it yeah. Samuel, Daily Mail or Express? Mike that was it, yeah. Yeah, he, he he wrote it so well balanced. I wish I could have written it because I, I would have certainly yeah, jumped never... onto the Mick yeah, outside. You've you done really well there, Super Franz, and put across lots of good points. So thank you for that. Eloquent. Yes, something I'm not. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. We're nearly at the end of the questions now. Tom Beckett wants to know, Dave, with the departure of Milne, the reaction from the fans at the ground, the feeling amongst the players... Is that all pointing towards Paul Lambert seeing Ipswich as a long-term proposition, even if we go down? I hope so. I hope so. I think you can't underestimate that. If if the worst happens and we go down, you know, please to God that that that, that, that he stays and sticks with it. Yeah, but and, and hopefully, you know, he can see with the players he's he's got in and the influence he have, and perhaps hopefully the influence on the younger players coming through like Lancaster. You know, he can see that okay, if we do go down, we're really really well equipped, well equipped, equipped to come. Um, you know, to, to be in their challenge and to come straight back and hopefully we'll stick with it. I think we need that. We need that continuity, Mikey, don't we? We need that now. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Managers, Ipswich, which just, just, just doesn't happen. Mm. So we need that continuity. Stat, Sean Ant Young, this is the last question. He wants to know, do you think a lack of spying has resulted in our poor league position? Is this another oversight from Marcus Evans? Hey, yeah, to be fair, you know, it's another one that we can aim at Marcus Evans that he hasn't brought in enough spies but I don't know about you I, I couldn't quite figure this out because you know most clubs can spy on on other teams actually playing football you know going along with their scouts to, to watching Out. it and I know that, that no for me it's a storm in a teacup teacup he didn't break any rules uh, on ungen- public road wasn't he or something he didn't, yeah. he didn't like break he was in the, the bushes training ground. yeah in the bushes <laughs> Yeah, Skul- I think they call it skulking, don't they? Skulking around. <laughs> well, what we need is just a, a, a few people to. Um, so what we got Blackburn, you know, take take yourself up up north and um, spy on oh. Tony Mowbray's Rovers and um, just see. I, sure. I don't. You know, yeah. ben, I know sure, somebody sure, who would sure do the that. Club can appoint Ben to do that. It'd blend in, wouldn't he? <laughs> in the Not bushes sure with his long in, hair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, getting back to the original point, yes, it is Mark Seven's fault that we do not have enough spies in Ipswich. Excellent. Let's move on to the other championship results. Leeds, the spying clearly works. They beat Derby 2-0 on Friday night. Middlesbrough, one at ben, Birmingham. Ben, ben, Big ben result for ben, them. 
Ben went to that game, didn't he? And he, he said, did. I said, how was it? He said, he said Leeds chewed, up, chewed them up and spat them out again. He said they were really, really good. Really um, good. Waghorn didn't get on. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, and it might have been the sort of uh, effect that other teams had when we had Roy Keane zip switch. But, you know, Frank Lampard's derby. I, I don't Frank want them to do very well. All. Yeah. Brentford beat Stoke City um, under their new manager. Yeah, Nathan Jones. That was Nathan Jones. Yeah, left field. Yeah. Tell you what, that's out of the well, not frying pan. What a job he had. What a job he was doing at Luton. And then um, obviously, you think money talks there. That's a big job he's got. I think big job. Could be another Paul Hurst. Well, I hope for his sake it's not because he comes across got decent, decent guy. But yeah, that's a big jump by me. Bristol City got a, a win over Bolton, which is good for us. I think Bolton are, Bolton are arguably more doomed than we are. Hull, another massive win for them. I can't see us catching them, Stan. <laughs> 3 0 at home to Sheffield Wednesday. They're, they're, they're having a Burley like run, aren't they? An Ipswich under Burley like run. Even so they, yeah, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Six straight win on this. Unbelievable. I could not believe when I saw where they were on the table. And I thought, four points they? off playoffs. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Preston drew 1 1 with Swansea. I don't know if Preston are within reach. Probably not. They're quite a decent side, aren't they? I, I usually the worst result for us this weekend was Reading picking up a 2 0 win over, I think it was, was it nine man Nottingham Forest? Um, yeah, again, Forest got Karenka went, didn't they, in the week? Yeah, but yeah. I, st- I still think, Mikey, we've got, we've got our aim at, at, at 21st and, you know, we've got to realise that we're going to pick up points and the other teams are. And, you know, after Saturday, we've, we've brought that, that gap it's down three, to seven it's three points. Out. I, I see it yeah. three, maybe Millwall, I don't know, but I see three. It's Rotherham, it's Rotherham, Bolton and Reading who won yesterday. But yeah, yeah, three from those four, I think. I agree, yeah. Dave. Yeah. Two teams who certainly won't be down there are Sheffield United and QPR. Do you see who scored the winner for Sheffield United stat? Only his 10th goal oh, of the season, I think. Mate, he's playing every week. 90 minutes just, virtually every single week. No and, sign and, of any... And scoring. Or... And he's found a manager who can keep him fit. Just... Uh. Harry, Harry said it's March when he worries about David McGoldrick, but he might already have 15 goals by March. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're looking good, aren't they? And um, Well, you'll get on to Norwich, but yeah, they... Uh, Knocked the old knocked our, our uh, neighbours off the uh, out of their automatic yesterday. Didn't they? The budgies off their perch, you could say. Although they picked up a great one-one draw, you'd have to say it's a great one-one draw at West Brom. It is actually because yeah, yeah eight, 83rd minute again. Someone mm. said on um, Colin Murray was saying on a quest show last night they've been behind, so they conceded first 13 times this season. Mm. And Dean Even Ashton against said, us. and Ashton said he said that they just can't. They just can't carry on like that. You know, they can't, you know, they can't get over that and go up. All, well, so I think he said automatically, but maybe they can. I don't know. I, I, I think I think they can. Um, how, how many goals have we got to be up with five minutes to go at Carrow Road? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Probably at least three. Probably, yeah. That's sometimes yeah. not enough with Norwich, is it? Right. Are we At Norwich, are we just not going to celebrate our goals? <laughs> so obviously we're going to score a few. We'll just wait. <laughs> Until the final whistle before we celebrate think, this year. Yeah, Christ. Believe it when I see it. <laughs> Another crazy result, typical of the championship. Wigan 3, Aston Villa 0. Mm. Joe Garner got the third from the penalty spot. Wigan are still 
Gary Roberts. Gary yeah, Roberts scored, scored as yeah. well. See the bit of skill. He got the assist. Oh, do you see the bit of skill? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Anthony Pilkington. Yeah. Yeah. What might have been. He's he's no he's he's no Dawkins though, is he? he is he's no, no Dawkins. Dawkins. I mean, if you think Dawkins has been resting for the last year, yeah, so he's he's fit and firing. He's ready. Hey, to he'll go. Be, he's gonna. I reckon he'll start against Blackburn. Start and absolutely rip it up. Rip it up. And you mentioned Blackburn. They lost two nil. No, they won two nil. Yeah, it was great. Good late late goals, them. weren't they? I think there were late goals for Blackburn. Yeah, Armstrong, Alan Armstrong, he's a really good player. He scored a really good goal. Yeah, I think they left Alan Armstrong. <laughs> I think it's Adam Armstrong. Don't say Alan. Oh, okay. Adam. I thought you said Alan. Sorry. Yeah, Adam. I said Alan. Yeah, he left. Um, yeah, I think they left Graham on the bench yesterday. But they're, they're going really good season. He's done well, Mowbray. Yeah, they're a solid season. They got like 36, 37 points. Thirty-seven come, points. Yeah, they're nineteen points ahead of us. Pushing up. Yeah, they they've done really well. Do you think we'll catch them? The first game of the season is looking good. Do you think we'll catch it? Uh, probably not. I think we've got more chance of catching Hull, to be fair, Stat. I think, you know, if we if we beat them on Saturday, that brings it down to 16. You know, 16 <laughs> points ahead with 18 games to go. I think it's you completely know, mate. doable. You know. yeah. But you've got to think, I mean, that Bradley Dak, what a season he's had. I know he didn't score yesterday, but, but he's gonna. they're going to be under pressure, I thought, to, if not, the probably maybe not this window, but certainly in the summer, that someone is surely going to come in for him. Same at yeah. Hull with that Jared Bowen as well, you'd think. Fans of other clubs are going to be saying the same about Emmy Hughes in a few weeks. Well, though. let's hope so. Let's hope so, mate. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for two little ducks. Oh, is it? And uh, oh, a pad. Yeah, I've, you got a pad last time, so I've got I've a pad, mate. Pad. Pads here, mate. Pads here. <laughs> Come on, Mikey. Uh, the, the, the game is, is and because no the... One... Norwich tickets go on sale this week. Yeah, I picked out the last time we won at Carrow Road, which, which was, was February 2006. It was Norwich City 1, Ipswich Town 2. And uh, as you two start scrib- scribbling down your teams, I also asked on Twitter, out of the current Ipswich squad, who would you most like to have breakfast with? And what would you have after Dave had Eggs Royale with Will Keane? Eggs Royale, yeah. yeah. Andy G said that he'd have an egg melody Mel- melody <laughs> oh he'd have an egg medley with tom adeyemi which is obviously a nice alan partridge reference because we don't have enough of those in this show harry butcher straight down the line full english with chambo justin another alan partridge reference he wanted a continental with cold skews he said it'd be a classy affair and he'd leave full as Skews would clean up anything that escapes his greys. James Gulk says buckwheats at Farm Girl Cafe with Bartosz Bialkowski. Sounds like a very hipster affair. Peckham Blue, another fairly hipster one. Veggie breakfast with Colin Corner. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. That's that, very isn't good. It? Adam, yeah. Adam Flat says <laughs> he's having a. He's That's having very good. a. Adam Flat is having a liquid breakfast of curry, well, almost liquid breakfast, curry burst and a stein of alt beer with Colin Kwana. Luke Moles said he'd have breakfast with James Collins and eat whatever the fuck he tells him to eat. <laughs> Alistair Rattray also said James Collins, as he is the one with the fullest range of stories. He says that he'd have a full English, probably have one of those jumbo ones, and he'd try and match him up. So he didn't look like a lesser man and he'd end up making himself sick. 
Simon Nunn, now there's a bloke with an appetite. He said he'd have a group breakfast with Skews, Chambers and the Ginger Pele. They'd have to go somewhere that does an all-you-can-eat breakfast so the audience could enjoy their eating prowess. And he says that's the three he assumes can eat eat as much as he can. And they almost certainly can't. Have you got teams written down? No, what, what, I'm trying to think what, even what year this is. What, so it's 2000, 2006, so it's Joe Royal. 2005 stroke six. Yeah. I was put off by all of, all of those wonderful meals Brick. that you were mentioned. I'd, I'd, I'd actually have breakfast with, with Paul Lambert and I'd take him along to McDonald's and we'd both have um, a Big Mac and I'd let him have breakfast, my gherkin. Yeah, I'd let him have my gherkin because uh, I don't like them. I'm not even going to follow that. Um, I'm just trying to buy some time, Dave. I've got, I've got. OK, I'll start. Because he always scored against Norwich, didn't he? Danny Haynes. Correct. Oh. Yeah. He did okay. start that game. <laughs> and he did start. Yeah. You know who you know who scored the other goal, Dave? I'm thinking he scored a free kick. Is that that game? Oh, um, yes, I do. Um, got the game. It was yeah. a deflection. Jimmy Juan. Juan. Jimmy Juan. Yeah? No. The chi- yes. Chinese. Jimmy Jimmy Juan. Jimmy Juan. Oh. Jimmy Juan. Or is he Spanish? Mike, you're not giving us anything. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. Oh, okay. I was sorry. nodding. Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry, Mr. Nod. Right. Is that got anything, mate? I've got four four things written down, which is <laughs> um, I have no idea. So let's, let's go. Who's going to be the keeper in 2006? Are we talking price? It, it's that era, but it isn't price. No. Oh, hang on. Or... Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. It is price. The price well, is oh, right. Price. The price is right. The price, the is, price right. is right. right. So we've got price, price at the back. Yeah. So who's going to be in the middle? Remember, this is 2006 when he had some rotten players for him. We were, I don't, are we in the... No, we did have, have quite a classic Fabian partnership. Fabian oh, Wilson is correct, but Wilson yeah. was right back. J- yeah, yeah, JDV, Dave? Is, was yeah, he still correct. playing? Yeah, Jason DeVos, yeah. Um... Oh, he would have been um, with Naylor. Yeah, Correct. Bam Bam. Yeah. So we've got Wilness at right back. I mean, we've got five. We've got Price. Who was our left back? It, um, the left back's a bit rogue. Is he a low knee? No. Oh, um, it's a bit rogue. Um, it was a very young team. This a lot of Ipswich Academy players. I'll play. Can I play? Um, oh, hang on. You're going to play play uh, a play wild card? Not as Harding. No. Okay, that's that gone then. <laughs> oh, well, Golden Goose, whatever it's called. The <laughs> so he, he was a... So there was a left-back and a left midfielder who both of them could play either position. This is not... And they're both academy products. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Peters? Owen Garvin, he's got to be in the midfield, hasn't he? Garvin played in centre midfield. I think he might have been man of the match. Oh, Really? Yeah, he was. Haynes come on day. as a sub. No, Haynes started. Haynes started right. So we need. Well, actually, I've got that wrong, and I am sorry. Haynes so came on as a sub. As like yeah. Haynes came on as a sub, but then he did get subbed himself. Oh, I love that when a he sub came on. Is sub. Oh, he did come on very early. Dean Dean Bo Bowditch. We 
Are you playing your golden goose there, Stan? No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying names You're out loud. You're just throwing a name out there. Oh, Alan, Lee. Okay. Alan, Alan Lee. Alan Lee, Alan Lee is correct. So he's a big man, little man. Uh, not, not Pab. Haynes didn't come on for a striker. Wow. I know I'm going to say. I tell you, because we did, did we not do a game last time with Ben? Um, Remind me. When me and you were on, I don't know which game we've done. And he called him Gareth Williams, Gavin Williams. He called Correct. him Gareth. So Gavin Williams was the one who was replaced by Danny Haynes. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, we've still seven. Got a, we've got a left You're back. Three. <laughs> right winger. And a forward with Alan Lee. When did... Yeah, when, Williams played right midfield, actually. So you're right looking for a very right. left-sided player. Gary... was Gary Matt, was, Matt Richards. Matt Richards is correct. So he's the what? So he's not the left back? Well, no, he was playing left midfield, I think. All right. We've got nine. We haven't even started the Norwich team yet. I have no idea about <laughs> uh, that. Okay, a clue. Norwich, the, Norwich, Norwich, Norwich team. I'll throw in um, Rob Green. Correct. I'll tell you who scored for Norwich. The f- um, Finnish guy. Yeah. Played for Rangers. Did he? Jo- sure um, he played for Rangers. Johansson. Yeah. Jonathan. Jonathan Johansson. Good shout. Which I hated because my, I'm going to hate it if Pookie scores as well because of, my Finnish heritage. I thought you hated it that you played for Rangers as well. That's what I thought. No, no, I don't mind Rangers. Despite my grief. <sighs> top. Rob Green. Okay, I'm going to give you clues Go on, yeah. for the, the remaining Ipswich players. One of them manages a London club who won in the FA Cup last week. Darren Curry. Oh, Darren Curry. Correct. Yeah. He had a good game as well. We're, you're missing a left back for Ipswich, who I think went on to play for Millwall. Oh, no. And you've you've actually said his surname already, but in a different context in this podcast when describing Freddie Sears. He's a bit like... Wow. Oh, Barron, Scott Barron. Correct. <laughs> so you've got Ipswich. <laughs> Spelt differently, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do we still need a forward? No. So Ipswich had Lewis Price, Fabian Wilness, Jason DeVos, Richard Naylor, Matt Richards, Gavin Williams, Jimmy Wan, Owen Garvin, Scott Barron, Darren Curry, Alan Lee, Danny Haynes came on, and Cito uh, came on, Danny Haynes. Norwich, I just think Norwich. So you've got Rob oh. Green and you've got Jonathan Johansson. Earnshaw. Correct. It was his debut. Good shout, Dave. Thanks, mate. I'm, I'm just think, think of the Danny Haynes goal. It was sort of an own goal. This is an not. Well, this is when he put in with his. Sorry, obviously he didn't. He headed it in, but yeah, um, but it, it kind of put in with his hat. Flicked up off yeah. a Norwich player. <laughs> an ex-Tottenham utility man. Ex-Tottenham wow. utility man. Give us another clue, Mikey. Um, they had a big centre midfielder who also played for Fulham. Um, <laughs> Is that a clue? That, not really, no. <laughs> they had a, a Northern Irish international 
who oh. did some TV work on ITV Anglia. Really little Look, guy Mal, with rosy Phil, cheeks. Phil Mul Mulroy. The other one. The other one. The Paul other one. Yeah. Which one of those is a priest now? Phil Mulroy. Yeah. Which is the one that which one of them which was the one the Norwich player who bloody a Venus free kick ended his career. Remember? Oh. He's in the wall and he defended a Venus free kick. And bloody one of Venus Thunderbusters and it basically broke his hand. It's a horrible thing, broke his hand, he never looked played again. I thought it was one of them, maybe couldn't it be? Oh, I wanna um, say was that I'm... Notman? Alex Notman, you might be Notman. right. That's a shout. Yeah. yeah, I think you got that. He, he didn't play in this one, did he? I think it might have been before. No, that, no, that was about <laughs> 10 years before. I'm just um, bursting to say... Can Craig I... Fleming. Correct. Can I Craig say Fleming. Craig Fleming? He just pulled that oh, one. What about, um, that? Sorry, pissed you on the chips. Sorry, have mate. I got a golden goose to go? Yeah, go on then. Neil Adams. No. You stupid game, this is. <laughs> I think you've... Both got one guess each, and then you're out. Oh, done. I can't. Um, Malky Mackay. <laughs> that's incorrect. Darren, Darren right. Eady. So their back four was Fleming, Zesh Raymond. I think it was his debut. Is he Fulham? Is he Doherty. Oh, Gary Doherty. Oh, yeah. Gary Doherty. Is he Drury, the top? Which was a Tottenham utility player? Or did we Gary get Doherty. Yeah, well, that he was played Doherty. up front as well. Oh, that was Gary Doherty. Yeah. Hughes who I don't really remember. Huckabee came on for him at half-time. I was not going to mention his name. Yeah, you could. The ex-Fulham midfielder was a two-who. Dixon. 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 Yeah. I should have said he played in the UEFA Cup final, but I don't know if that would have helped. Yusuf Safri. I couldn't remember. Is he Egyptian? <laughs> he's, a, he's Moroccan, <laughs> isn't he? I think it was Moroccan. Safri. And, and we were talking about him the other week, Dave. Kashlou. Safri and Hassan Kashlou. Kashlou, yeah. I think it was yeah. Coventry, yeah. 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 I, know you're, I think you might be thinking of Chipo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was getting mixed up. Oh, we weren't talking about him there. at all, Mikey. You've done us there. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, you got the others. McVeigh, Earnshaw, Johansson. So really Earnshaw's debut, was it? Yeah. And he was terrible. Surprised me. I, was, I don't think I was... I can remember watching the game. I don't think I was there. I'm sure it must have been on Sky. Yeah, usually was. Yeah. So that was the last time we won at Norwich was two... Th- so 13 yeah, years 13 ago. years. Lucky yeah, for did. some. We will win on. We will win there. Yeah. I am confident we will win. Yeah. What a ginger Pele rocket header in 90 plus eight. Yeah. I've been 3-0 up going into injury time. Paul Lambert runs out of the dugout and aims his Foxtrot Oscar at the Norwich fans, which is how it should be. That will be really interesting that to see the reception he gets. Mixed, I think. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say, yeah, mixed, I'd say. What you okay, mean mixed? So, what the same as Mick McCarthy? No, got, I it? said mixed. I definitely oh, said mixed. mixed. Okay. Okay, I think we'll start winding up here. Um, you two are back this week with the history pod, or is that going to be next week? Hope, hopefully, Down we have stat. Down a stat. Yeah. Paul's in his court. I, w- I will try and get some. Dave, Dave, Dave next couple of weeks line. we're going to have a it's 70 a goal fest, isn't it? Stat. It is a goal fest. Goal fest. Yeah. Bonanza. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, look out. Look. Harry from Bath will preview the Blackburn game, which I believe Amy Downs is now going to. I think she's had a change of heart. Um, so we do have eyes at that game. Yeah. So she'll probably be on the flagship show. Ben, ben was offering to buy, buy us all a ticket, wasn't he? Was that? Was yeah. That, did I reach sure that? Was, I think he was looking to buy one. <laughs> um, I've ordered the sure. minibus. 
<laughs> yeah, we're all going. Oh, Excellent. Um, and just to finish, Stat, can you tell us about your son's decision that he made? Oh, yeah. Well, interestingly, there's a couple of people who, who reckons I made it up. But to be honest with you, I've got so many followers, I don't I don't need to make stuff up Ooh. to get like. So, um, so my son and and daughter, sorry, kind of... that your your head isn't fitting in the screen. Sure. Sorry, sorry. There you go. <laughs> um, my my son, it was my daughter who actually started my um my my protest uh by not having a season ticket in in seventeen eighteen by saying I don't really want to go at the football anymore. It's pretty boring. I want to get a job and my son very quickly piped up and said no i'm not enjoying it it's, it's really boring and, and um so we all we all stopped it was quite interesting because I, I had a conversation with a family member over it was on boxing day actually and um he said oh he said i tried to have a chat with with finley he said about um about ipswich he said but he's got no interest at all and i said no really sad you know i just go down with with my sister-in-law um and then we were out, um, out on a walk today, and then all of a sudden he went, do you think they do half-season tickets? And I thought, a bit odd. I said, why is that? He said, oh, I'd, like to, I'd like to come along. And I thought, well, you, you pick your moments. Um, so I said, well, why is that? He said, he said, you know, we're signing. This was his view, right? Um, so he has been out of the game for 18 months, so his knowledge might be a bit. He said, but we've signed some decent players from, from the Premier League, got Premier League experience. He said, and um, I just think it'll be quite interesting between now and the end of the season. And then he went on to say, even if they get relegated, I'll get a season ticket. He said, because A, it will be cheaper and B, um, we'll beat loads of teams. And I, I said, I'm not quite sure about, about the second bit. So I'm not sure about both. <laughs> no. Um, so, well, no, that's true. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to Sheffield Wednesday when he can... Um, come uh, back nice and, one, and sit back by my side so as much as i absolutely despise mick mccarthy for sending my family away from portman road to at least bring one of them back my daughter was still like nah i'm not interested um but yeah it'd be good to get him back at sheffield oh, wednesday brilliant. so very oh, pleased news. yeah got great one news that. there you go yeah. the attendances are creeping up one by one exactly <laughs> have you got any family members dave you can bring along well, um, well, I still go with my my youngest still goes, yeah. and Jord, Jordan, my eldest goes now and again. You know, he went yesterday. Um, I'll be up as said sort of promo and stuff like that. Yeah, he'll still go if he's a spare ticket. He'll still go. Yeah, but so. youngest will still go. And Kieran, my youngest, has is, is, is said right the way along. He said, to be honest, Dad, he said, if we go down, I'm quite looking forward to it. In some ways, he said, because at least it'll be something different, and he'll see some different teams, you know. And I sort of get where he's coming from, because like, uh, you know, he's only he's been he's now twenty, so he's been a support of probably going for the last what ten years, probably. What's he seen? <laughs> he's seen mm. some dross, a lot of you know. a lot of Nottingham Forest, yeah, at home. yeah, yeah exactly. and Sheffield Wednesday at home. I'm a bit worried, Dave. You know, well, actually, not worried, but do you think that if we get relegated into, as as my dad called it today, Division? three south and i had to remind him it was league one but do you think that we might be playing against some teams who come from a town that weren't actually around when you first started going (laughs) you know was fleetwood around 50 years ago i don't know we we could be playing them quite conceivably stat absolutely quite conceivably mate yeah yeah well obviously milton Keynes, i'm sure wasn't around then was it i don't know probably not mikey was it around then (laughs) no it wasn't no No, it it wasn't it certainly wasn't. Now, mate, so I can sort of see where, where your lad's coming from and, and, and my lad as well, really. Yeah, at least it'll be something something different other than, as you quite rightly said, Mikey, Sheffield Wednesday, Nottingham Forest. Yeah, same old, same old. See, my, my dad has stopped going, my mum as well, um, partly because they've got a granddaughter now. Yeah. 
But my dad started going and watching Woodbridge at Notcarts Park, and he absolutely loves it. Yeah, um, good, so he's he's gone a few times this season. But Carlos yeah, Edwards I, scored on on Saturday for for Woodbridge. Yeah, <laughs> almost certainly scored three from left back or wherever yeah. he was playing. Carlos, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're having a good season, I think, as well. My Lena Prem, they're doing quite well, aren't they? Yeah, top ten, I think. They are indeed. Oh, so yeah, they've done a few times. I've, I've yeah. done well. I think I've mentioned Woodbridge Town in every podcast I've done now. There you go. So um, probably time to finish it there. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, yeah, cheers Mikey. Enjoyed that. Cheers, cheers, cheers Mikey. Um, Thank you. Bye. Oh, here. Be careful what you wish for. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.